Good morning. Well, today is Sunday, the penultimate uh, Sunday of the liturgical year. We are about to uh, end it with the Feast of Christ the King, which will happen uh, uh, in at least well, two weeks' time. Uh, and then uh, with the with the Feast of Christ the King on the 21st of uh, November. So today we read in the Gospel from St. Mark, right? In his teaching, Jesus said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk about in long robes to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. These are the men who swallow the property of widows while making a show of lengthy prayers. The more severe will be the sentence they receive. Our Lord warns. So we reiterate the uh, point we mentioned previously, yesterday, about what people tend to do in showing off the virtuous actions they may be doing without having the support of their interior dispositions. Their hearts are away, but their lips seem to be very close to God, or at least those lips would claim they are praying, they are adoring God or asking forgiveness, so everybody could hear it. If everybody was, or if nobody was present, I doubt whether they will say it. Because there's no one to admire them for what they would say. Because interiorly, they are empty. So our Lord fixed his sights on the scribes. They like to walk about in long robes, you know, uh, to catch attention. So they are wearing something uh, unique and that everybody would notice, would notice them. And they want to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares. Because they thought themselves to be very important. They had their certain importance. They were scholars of the law. And they spent their time studying the books of, Mo the books of Moses in our Old Testament. They want to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They presume such self-importance over and above anyone else. May this uh, kind of behavior be far from us. And if we tend to be like this, let us rectify. Let rectify them. That we unite what our interior dispositions may be with what we want to act out. Not the other way around, that we act out something with the missing interior dispositions corresponding to those actions. 
<laughs> this great uh, big uh, accusation of our Lord. These are the men who swallow the property of widows. They take advantage of them. While making a show of lengthy prayers. Our Lord did not like lengthy prayers. If those lengthy prayers did not um, have as a support the sincerity of their hearts. Because, well, you may claim that the Mass is lengthy or the Rosary is lengthy or some other of these uh, novenas are lengthy. Yeah, but if we uh, have our hearts sincerely disposed accord uh, according to what we claim when we pray, then fine. The more severe will be their sentence they receive. And then to concretize this, the Lord gives this uh, story, or rather, well, it's not just a story. He's, he, he, he actually witnessed it. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury. And many of the rich put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more money in than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they have all put in money they had over. But she, from the little she had, has put in everything she possessed, all she had to live on. And, and really, you would, if I were in the shoes of that widow, giving all that what I, all what I have, I really feel feel the pinch. No, I mean I don't know that I would feel a certain sense of regret the moment those coins left my fingers as I dropped the uh, coins into the treasury. But the interior life of that widow corresponded to what she was doing. She wanted to give everything. And that meant that she trusted in God, that she put herself in the hands of God, that she would enjoy His providence, whatever it may come out with, because she was giving everything. And this is the ideal. We give because we want to. And we give according to uh, this example of the widow. Everything that we, that we have. In, this, in serving God, we don't reserve anything to ourselves. We just have to follow the will of God. And God's will could, would be multifaceted to fulfill our duties. To, we give everything. We uh, have to clean the house, although we don't like cleaning the house, but we give ourselves all the same. Because we love mommy, we love to help her, our parents, we love God. We are grateful for having such parents. That's why we want to help them. We give everything. Our undivided attention. But look at this other case of this uh, many of the rich put in a great deal. But the Lord criticized them because they gave what was over, what they had extra. They did not touch what would hurt their pockets. Well, there is indeed some value to what they gave. That was already good. But their interior dispositions 
were not so much and so good that uh, they did not please God. I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put in more than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they put all, uh, they, for they put, or have put, or sorry, for they have all put in money they had over, but she, from the little she had, she had, has put in everything she possessed. All she had to live on. Imagine that. And uh, that's why our Lord praised her. And others, well, they did not give us much. They would not have the same merits as this poor widow. It was a pity. And it's a pity for all of us when we have so much and we don't give we don't give correspondingly. God is so generous with us and we don't want to be generous with them or with God. And we see God in the others. Let's make that resolution to correspond to God's goodness to us by trusting Him and giving Him everything. If it is regard to money, you need to discuss it with your wife or spouse how much we could give. I remember St. Jose Maria Escriva making a comment about uh, married people who cooperate with Opus Dei. And he gave us an example that uh, they he suggested to them that they treat Opus Dei as one of their children. So if they had four children and they had reserved, I don't know, let's say, just for the example, 100,000 pesos. So if Opus Dei was one child of theirs, so that's five. So they would give 100,000 also to Opus Dei, being one of their children. Something like that. It will make him work harder. It will make him more virtuous, more prayerful, because he was giving everything. Well, thank you for listening. Ciao for now, and may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you all and remain forever. Amen. Ciao.